Hello and welcome to the Goddess of Your Life podcast, where we talk about finding your way back home to your true expression and purpose. If you are a woman who is ready to step into her next version and manifest a life that wholeheartedly fulfills her and who is done with people pleasing, who is ready to finally listen to her soul's calling and who is willing to unapologetically express her boldest and most beautiful self, this podcast is for you. My name is Elaine Valerie and I'm your host today. Hello, my dear, and welcome to this very last episode of 2023. I started this podcast in June and it has been so much fun. It has been an amazing journey so far and I've received the most lovely feedback. So thank you to everyone who's listening and hello to everyone who's new here. I'm excited to step into this new year with you now. And as this year is ending, I thought that it might be a good time for a 2023 recap. We all experienced so many things this year and some things worked out and others didn't. And as I'm recording this episode today, it is actually not the new year yet. So I can't say Happy New Year yet. But what I can say is that I'm grateful for all of the experiences that this year has brought me and I'm also a little bit excited to just step into 2024 with fresh energy and I believe that so many of you feel the same. So at the end of every single year I've been doing a little recap to review and to also close the past year. And right now we are in the middle of the magical and sacred nights between the years. So what better time to do it than now? I personally created my own little process and it's kind of a yearly routine that I do. And I want to share it with you today. For this episode today, I invite you to get really cozy with a cup of tea, maybe a blanket and your journal. Because... We are going to talk about New Year's intentions and resolutions and why they often don't work out. And I'm going to tell you all about how to set intentions, also known as tangible goals, so that they can work out, so that you will stay motivated to pursue them, to actually realize them. I'm also going to share a few journaling prompts at the end of this episode with a little meditation so that you can really dive deep into it. So where are we right now? We are at a threshold. We're entering a new year. And 2023 will end with Jupiter turning direct on the 30th or 31st of December, depending on where you are in the world, which means that we will feel more expansive again, more adventurous and maybe even more lucky. Also, Mercury will turn direct on the 1st of January, so we're energetically off to a good start with lots of energy. 2024 will be the Chinese year of the wood dragon, which is said to be a very lucky, inspirational and vital year. And in numerology, it will also be the year of the eight. And the number eight stands for powerful transformations and making intentional moves, especially in the material realm. 
So when we think about a nine-year cycle with the eight, we're almost at the end of it and we're supposed to bring balance to the aspects of life that still need to be transformed. With all of that in mind, we can now really start planning for the upcoming year. And I will give you an astrological overview of the next year to tell you all about the most important transits, about the energies, how to use them. And I will probably upload this episode next week. So stay tuned for this one. But now, as we are ending this year and stepping into this new one, many people, myself included, want to set intentions for this new year. And I've been setting New Year's intentions for years. And it has become quite a routine and entire process for me. And I have tried out many different techniques to really see which ones will work and which ones don't. So I was really obsessed with this topic in the past. And I literally used to be the one weirdo at every New Year's Eve party who took a few minutes to herself to review the past year and to write down intentions for the new year while everybody else was drinking and celebrating. I literally did that. <laughs> Now I don't do this entire process on New Year's Eve anymore, but still I will take some time in December to really plan for the upcoming year. And preferably I'll do that during the nights between the years, which are from winter solstice until the 6th of January. And when I talk about the intentions that I set, I intentionally want to say plans and not intentions or resolutions, because there is a huge difference. Let's talk about New Year's resolutions a bit and why they usually don't work out. It all has to do with this little difference. Just think about it. We all know the scenario. It's January the 1st and we are all hyped up about the new beginning, the new me, the new goal and the new seemingly endless possibilities. But after just a few days or weeks, we lose motivation and we get back to our everyday routine and by the end of February, we'll notice that nothing has changed at all. Do you know this feeling? Well, I do. And let me tell you a secret about New Year's resolutions and why so many of them rarely become reality. To really understand the energy behind it, we need to go all the way back to nature and what we are. We are human beings that are under the influence of natural seasons. And right now we are in the dead of winter, at least in the northern hemisphere. So it is a natural law that nothing grows in winter. And as we are a part of nature and nature is a part of us, we cannot go against natural laws that are way bigger than us, that are way bigger than our wishes, our egos or our willpower. However, we are currently in Capricorn season. And Capricorn is one of the most dedicated and hardworking signs of the Zodiac. It's the energy of this entire month. This is where our drive comes from at the beginning of the year. 
And that's another reason why many people have all of these wonderful ideas and the beautiful things that they want to do and change and start as soon as the calendar switches to the new year. But it also creates a lot of pressure that we put on ourselves. And I guess we all know how disappointing it can feel to fail at our New Year's resolutions. So whenever the FOMO hits, when you think about the new year and that you want to start all of these new beautiful things, just remember, we are not supposed to start things right away at the moment. Planting seeds, yes, but not taking action with full force yet. Wintertime is all about preparation. It's about getting into the right mindset. It's about upgrading our skills, laying the foundation, and so on. This is why New Year's resolutions never work. We expect them to give us the fruits right away. As soon as the year starts, we want to do all of these things. We want to lose all of the weight. But if it didn't happen after two weeks, we get disappointed and the pressure that we put on ourselves is just too much. So we expect all of the fruits, but we rarely, genuinely want to put in the effort and the work that is required to let these fruits even ripen. And just to be very clear, I'm not saying that it's impossible to start new things. I'm just saying that you might want to consider the fact that winter is for replenishment, nourishment, saving your power, gathering your own energy, tapping back in into your strengths and also aiming for what you truly wish for. So get ready and prepare yourself for springtime now, when it's finally time to take practical action steps again. But now you might ask, How to set intentions in the right way so that they actually turn into achievable goals. As I already mentioned, there is a difference between an intention and a resolution and a goal. An intention can be something random like, I choose happiness this year. I choose to be my best self. But an actual goal is something more solid and tangible as a goal is not just a dream or a fantasy that we have. It is something that we can work for if we are serious about achieving it. So that is why we need to set aligned and healthy goals without the pressure of changing our entire life all at once at the beginning of a new year. We need to think and plan ahead and really, really focus on our long-term vision. It is not enough to just think or write, I want to quit smoking, I want to lose 5 kilogram, I want to be successful in my career. What is the actual reason behind you wanting to lose the weight? Why do you want to be successful in your career? And why do you really want to quit smoking? What are you actually going to do to achieve all of these goals? I really, really want to see you step into the next amazing version of yourself in 2024. And I want you to be the main character of your own life next year. That is why I now want to share my favorite things and techniques and processes with you that have helped me in the past to stay motivated, 
and on track. Personally, I do a mixture of all of them every single year. And there's no specific order here. I'm just going to throw it at you. I'm just going to tell you all about it. So here are some things that you can do that will keep you reminded of your goals and help you stay involved in the process. Number one is what I already kind of mentioned. It is super important to make solid plans with pre-planned action steps that you're going to take. How are you going to take action for real? What are you going to do to actually bring your vision to life? It is one thing to dream about it and an entirely different thing to actually do it. Let's say you have five main goals for 2024. What are you going to do in the first six months of 2024 to achieve each of these goals? Make a list and write down anything you can do and try to be as precise and detailed as possible. And break down your one big goal into these smaller chunks so that it actually becomes attainable, so that it's not just this huge overwhelming mountain in front of you. Is there a person or a company that you need to contact? Think about everything. Do you have to make some calls or do you have to talk with someone? Do you need to shift anything in the relationships? Do you need to change a location? Do you need to sign up for a course or do you need to learn a new skill? And when you've thought of everything, keep on planning. Try to be as precise as possible and then break it all down into smaller goals on the way. Now that you know your six-month plan, what are you going to do in the first quarter of the year? What are you going to do in January? What are you going to do in the first week of the new year? Even if it's just planning all of these things. Can you see how this already feels a lot different and way more tangible than just setting a random goal or intention for the new year? To me, it feels like actually doing something, actually achieving something and not just dreaming about it. One more thing that you can do to support you on this journey is to dedicate an entire journal to the process. For example, I started a journal a little while ago that I dedicated only to my health journey and well-being and I called it the Glow Up Chronicles. And I take notes in it every single day. I write down my vision and my progress and all of the relevant things like supplements that I take, the workouts that I did and the goals for the next month. And you could also start such a journal for yourself and the area of life that you want to expand. Maybe a social media journal to track and to envision your career growth where you write down what content you want to create and what you actually created, what you need for the creation and so on. Or you can start a journal about gardening, upgrading your home, learning astrology or simply getting into a new hobby. Journaling is something that really helps me, that always reminds me of my vision and I'm really old school when it comes to take notes. I can't do anything like Notion or any online tracker. 
They are amazing tools, but I still love my pen and paper so much. I love my journal. I love the smell of paper and I'm really okay with that. So if you prefer to make an online sheet for that, this will be an amazing help too. You don't necessarily need a journal for that. Another technique that you can use is writing. And this has to do with journaling, but it's a little bit different. The journal that I just mentioned will help you stay on track. But we can also use another journal to literally write everything that we want into existence. And here's how you do it. Instead of just writing down what you want, write it in a way that makes an entire story that you lived through, as if it already happened. Write everything you wish for down like a journal entry after you already received or experienced whatever it is that you want to manifest. For example, how did the sunlight feel on your face that day when you achieved your goal? Which emotions did you feel? What did you experience when you told your best friend about it? How did you celebrate? And this is an exercise and you can repeat this process throughout the year just to get you back into the right mood, into the right energy and into the right emotion that you want to create from. Because everything that we create starts with ourselves first. We cannot manifest from a mindset of depletion or a lack energy. We want to get into the mood, into the right emotion, to manifest from a space that feels like abundance within ourselves. So if writing is a tool that can help you, do more of it. You could also just simply meditate on it. But the purpose of the writing is to actually put something on paper so that you have physical proof and evidence that it's already here. That you can remind yourself, hey, I wrote it down. So it must happen. You could also write a letter to yourself with the date of the New Year's Eve in 2024, a year from now, in which you're looking back at your imaginary past year 2024 that was a beautiful, successful year full of love. And you also want to feel that with every fiber of your being. Maybe you are a more visual person, so possibly creating a vision board could help you stay motivated and reminded of your goals and dreams. The important thing about a vision board is to choose images that actually resonate with you. Not just pictures that are beautiful and aesthetic, but they need to spark an emotion, almost like a remembrance inside of you. And then you collect these pictures, you print them out and you put them on your wall where you can see them often. And the thing is that these images with the emotions behind them will remind you of your dreams and goals and it will spark motivation in you so that it's easier for you to take actual action steps. And lastly, one of my most favorite techniques, which isn't an actual technique, it's more like a lifestyle, is to walk, talk, eat, dress and love as the version of you that you want to become. What is the 2024 version of you? What version of you haven't you expressed yet? 
For example, in my case, I would ask myself, what does the most empowered, most beautiful and smart version of Elaine do in 2024? What will she achieve? How does she look like, dress like? What does she eat? What habits does she have that support her on this journey? And really try to feel into this new version of you that wants to emerge, that you already are, but that you still need to unlock. This is wonderful to get an idea of the version that you want to become. And then you choose to be this version already today. Do what this version does today. Think how this version of you would think and act like this version of you would act and do it all right now. For this last part of this episode, I prepared some journaling prompts for you. I am also going to journal on these prompts. I didn't do it yet, but I'm always so excited to see what comes up. Self-reflection is one of the most important things that we need to do when we want to become more authentically ourselves, when we want to step into our next version. We need to know who we are first. We need to know where we are at so that we can start from there. So I invite you to just take your journal now, close your eyes for a little moment because we will start with a few breaths. And then with each prompt, I will give you around two minutes to write down whatever comes to your mind. My tip here is to just let it flow and don't think too hard about it what you want to write. Usually the first thing, the first impulse, the first thought that comes to your mind will come up for a reason. Don't think, just feel, let it flow, let it all out. It is eight journaling prompts in total. So if you want, and if it's safe for you to do so, close your eyes for a little moment, relax your body, relax your eyes, and take a few deep breaths with me. You arrived at the end of this year, complete, as you are, as this version of yourself that you created throughout this year and the last few years. Take a deep breath in and collect your own energy, pull it back into you from all the corners of the universe. And when you breathe out, settle back down into your body. Breathe in, call back your power to yourself. And when you breathe out, feel it settle down into your body even more. One more deep breath in to gather yourself. And when you breathe out, you anchor yourself in this present moment 
where you have all the power to make choices that serve you. When you think about the threshold in front of you, this year ahead, what does it offer you? What can you see happening in this new year? What is your biggest wish or vision for this new year? What do you want to create? Who do you want to be in 2024? And just let this image of yourself sink in for a few more breaths. And when you're ready, you can open your eyes again and reach for your journal. I will now start giving you the prompts and I will give you a few moments to just write down anything that comes to your mind. And then I will move on to the next prompt and you can just go along with the flow here if you like. So now I invite you to write down What was your greatest blessing or happiest moment of this year? I'm going to repeat it. What was your greatest blessing or happiest moment of this year? What was your greatest obstacle and your greatest lesson? What was your greatest obstacle and your greatest lesson?
What did you do that actually worked in 2023? What did you do that actually worked in 2023? Name three things that you are ready to let go of and explain why. Name three things that you are ready to let go of and explain why.
What exactly did you do when you felt your best? What exactly did you do when you felt your best? How can you repeat doing what you did when you felt best next year? How can you repeat doing what you did when you felt best next year? Name three insights or skills 
that you take with you into 2024. Name three insights or skills that you take with you into 2024. And lastly, what is your big vision for 2024? And who are you in this new year? What is your big vision for 2024? And who are you in this new year?
don't worry if these two minutes for each prompt weren't enough. Just get back to your notes a little bit later if you like and continue writing. But as I already mentioned, the most important things will usually come to your mind first. There are also some big questions that we can all ask ourselves. And if you like, you can also journal on them. What did we, as a humanity, learn in 2023? How did we evolve? And ask yourself, what was my part in it? How can I now help creating a 2024 on a personal level that will be for the greater good of all? Thank you so much for being with me here today, for being with me by listening to this podcast. And thank you for taking your time to reflect on the past year and to get clear on what you want to happen in the next year. I wish you the most beautiful, blessed start into 2024 and I'm sending you a lot of love. If you liked this episode, feel free to share it and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to not miss out on any new episodes. And if you have any questions or feedback, you can send me a message to podcast at evalerie.com or DM me on Instagram at Elaine underscore Valerie. I'm sending you lots of love and talk to you in the next episode.